I think everyone wonders what they would do if they saw a ghost. Rudolph, the laboratory. from the graveyard. This is your dreadful Uncle Vlad on the radio station Spooky FM. And this is your very own Empress of Eerie, Zombetty. We have a little bit of sad news for you, children. The blood bank closed down. Oh, no. The brain I was saving to eat for my dinner has gotten a bit too smelly. I don't think it was either of those. Me neither. I'm getting so forgetful. Hmm. Maybe that was my brain I was eating. Oh, I remembered what it is. And it's worse than both of those things. This is the final episode of Spooky FM for now. But fear not, little creeps. It won't be the last you hear of us. We have big plans to see you all again. Because we know where you all live. And we intend to pay you a visit. We want to devour you so much. I mean, we would miss you so much. So, remember, sleep with your window open just the tiniest bit. Like... Enough for, let's say, a bat to fly through. And don't wear any night clothes with high collars, because they're, um, so unfashionable. And don't study too much. It makes your brain hard and chewy. And I always find a little bit of salt on your scalp does you the world of good. Gosh, I love salty brains. Even though we have a whole show ahead of us, we wanted to thank you for listening all these weeks. So we've composed a little poem just for you, and it goes like this. And what and do? Until we meet again, my dears, behave yourselves in school. Do what your parents tell you and follow every rule. Put salt upon your little heads. Don't wear collars too tight. Remember, there is nothing in the world... As good as one big fright. So, if you're walking late at night, please know this much is so true. We're creeping behind you in the dark, and we're totally going to eat you. Oh, I've got a little something in my eye after that. Me too. Ugh, it's a fly. So, for the last time this series, children, we dare you to scare us if you can. (laughs) I have a feeling tonight's going to be a good one. So ring into our special hotline, followed by the numbers 666. That's 999 if you are a bat. And if you do manage to scare us, you'll win your very own... Oh, and our switchboard is lighting up. It looks like we may have tonight's caller. And we have Margaret from Awfully. It's awfully nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do, Margaret. It wasn't that funny. Good one, right, Margaret? It 
It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Well, I think we have a winner. Would the prize perhaps be 10,000 euro? There is no prize, Vladdy. Your assistant Igor, who I spoke to earlier, said that after tonight I'd never want for anything ever again. Because we're going to have you for dinner. Sorry? Uh, 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 she means we'll eat you. Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, have you over for dinner? This is most confusing. You seem very mature for your age. You're not like a creepy little 50-year-old woman with a squeaky voice, are you? I'm in my 12th year. These kids are so weird. So, where do you live, tiny woman? I couldn't possibly reveal that information to strangers over the radio. But we're not strangers. We're your dear friends, Zombetti and Uncle Vlad. And if you listen to my voice as I speak slower and slower, then before you know it, you'll be hypnotized. I live in Newark Castle in County Offaly. Fully hypnotized? <laughs> Do you ever not wash your hands after using the toilet, Margaret? Never. I'm 12. I'm not a bear who lives in the woods. I'm convinced she's 50. That will do, Margaret. And awaken. So, do you really think your story has what it takes to scare us? I'm as certain as I am the square root of 144. Duh! It's the number 72. We all know that. It's actually the number... And you're hypnotized. If she isn't a 70-year-old maths teacher... I'll eat my cape. The answer is 27. I had to stop her before she embarrassed you completely. Excuse me, Einstein. It's 72. Wake up, Margaret. 12. The square root of 144 is 12. <coughs> oh, oh. Well, you know, I was just testing, you, you know? Uh, well, let's get this mortifying series of events over with. Would you like to give your story a name, Margaret? I'd be happy to. Let's call it The Ghost Hunt. <laughs> My home has 40 rooms, turrets, a gigantic attic filled with bats, secret passages, what I think used to be a dungeon, but Mother swears is a cellar, a banquet hall the size of a running track. If you were to ask me what the worst thing about living here, I'd have to say... It's the hoovering. If that's your job on the cleaning roster, you can pretty much say goodbye to Saturday and Sunday. And you still might have to get up early on Monday. The Prendergast family, my family, have been the owners of Yarrick Castle going way, way, way back. All the way back to April 2019. We inherited it from an Auntie Petunia, who must have loved us dearly to leave us a castle in her will. Shame. We never knew she existed until the lawyers rang us. You'd be forgiven for thinking that because we own a huge castle, we have lots of people to do things for us. But the truth is, we're actually completely broke. Mother's job is designing curtains for dolls' houses. Each tiny pair takes about two weeks to make, and she sells them for four euro. And because father needs time to research the book he's writing on the migration patterns of the lesser to never spotted puka bird, he can only work part-time, helping in mother's dollhouse curtain business. So, when we made the big move to Yarrick Castle, the total amount of money in our bank account was, let me do the maths, 
How many pairs of curtains had mother and father sold that week? Oh, yes. One. So we had four euro. Seeing as my parents needed time to make teeny curtains and research birds, someone had to take charge of the castle when we moved in. So I made a plan of action to clean up the place. It was pretty run down. I made up the cleaning roster I mentioned earlier. Of course, my name was the only one on it. But I wrote it in different coloured pens to mix it up a bit. I'm fun like that. After realising just how much work and money it would take to make the castle spick and span again, I made a big business decision. We'd have to open Yarrick Castle for tourists to visit. This did not go down well. Not so much with mother and father, who really didn't have the time to be worrying about things like a roof over our head, but with the one person who still lived in the castle when we inherited it. Nanny. Nanny had been the... Well... The nanny, I suppose, to five generations of children who'd lived in the castle. Wait, that can't be right. That would make her ancient. I suppose when I first met her back in April 2019, she was covered in dust. Oh, and there was another thing that made nanny even more mad. It wasn't just ordinary castle tours I had in mind. Beg your pardon! Ghost tours, nanny. Just in time for Halloween. Over my dead body! Just think of how well it would do. A creepy castle in the middle of a forest, darkness outside. We could put candles in pumpkins and leave them in the windows. I'll put you in a pumpkin and throw you out the window. Enjoy that on your tour. Oh, Nanny, we need to make some money to keep the castle standing. Yorick Castle is in shambles, Nanny. The suits of armour are rusty, the roof is caving in, the tapestries could do with a scrub and most of the windows are broken. When the real winter weather comes in, we'll freeze to death. It's not as bad as you think. What isn't? The, um, state of the place. It's really dangerous too. You know that painting of the man over the dining room fireplace? His head's on fire, he has a skirt and he's holding an octopus. That's your Scottish ancestor, red-haired Willie McTavish. He's wearing a kilt and playing the bagpipes. Well, I can't tell. It's covered in dust. Anyway, you know how when you walk past the painting it seems like his eyes are following you? So I was walking underneath it and I thought, wow, not only do his eyes follow you back and forth, they even seem like they're getting closer. What an artist. Turns out they were getting closer. The painting had come off the hook and nearly fell on top of me. I would have been squashed flat or at least compressed to half your size. It's heavy. It's a heavy painting. One of the floorboards in the hall is missing too. I almost fell right down into the cellar. The dungeon. Down where Mother said the ancestors kept all the Christmas decorations. Enemies they tortured. I might have even fallen on the big spike where people used to hang their coats. Yeah, that's what the spike was for, sure. What did you say, Nanny? Nothing. Just old folks' things. So you see, we have to fix the place up, or someone might break their neck. Imagine Or fall out a window. Wonderful. Or be poisoned from ancient muck or mould. A girl can dream. I've whacked my brain and I really think a ghost tour is the best thing. Where are your parents? Oh, let me guess. Making Making tiny tiny curtains. I'll tell you something, young lady. They are not going to like this ghost tour idea. Mother and father. I'll talk them round. No, my dear, the ghosts.
What I didn't tell Nanny was that I already made plans for the ghost tour. In order to make people visit a haunted castle, you have to make them think the place is haunted. So I decided to contact the Ghost Hunters team. You've heard of them, right? Of course you have. Alistair Crouch, the world's renowned ghost whisperer, travels all over the globe to speak to spooks and meet monsters. What way does their advert go again? If you're pestered by poltergeists, driven demented by demons, or grossed out by ghouls, call us. It was time to put my plan into action. Now, what's the number again? Ghost hunters, Rita speaking. What has you spooked? Oh, hello. Yes, I'd like to report a haunted castle. Hey, how old are you? Um... Adult-sized? I didn't ask for your height. I asked for your age. You know you have to be 18 to report a haunting. I'm, uh, 32. 32, my eye. We sound younger in Ireland. What year were you born if you're 32? Gosh, it was a long time ago. I just have to take it away from 2020. One moment. <laughs> what, what was, was that? that? Um, I was born in 1998. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Say, you you don't happen to have a sick relative or a real bad singer in your house, do you? I was asked to lip-sync in the choir when we sang Come All Ye Faithful. Not you, you schmuck. I want to make sure that wailing sound I heard is not some old bitty sticking up in a bedroom somewhere. Um, you wouldn't happen to have anyone in the area at the moment who could just... Pop over by any chance? Can, can, can you see anything? There's something peeping in through the door. Oh, wait. It has no head. Oh, Jeannie Mac, hop out the window, love. I thought you were from America. I bet you wish you were in America now yourself. Uh, and the thing peeping through the door has no body either. No head and no body. It's coming towards me. Ah, I can't see any of it. Oh, Lord. I'd better get Alistair round quick. What's your address, love? It's York Castle in County Offaly. Thanks very much. <coughs> Sucker. <laughs> hey, Nanny, that was a great whale. How did you know I was on the phone? Nanny? Is... is anybody there? <laughs> it's... it's coming from the fireplace. Check the chimney. I think it's coming from up the chimney. I suppose I better peep up and see if there's something trapped up there. It might be a bird. It might be a bird. Trapped and needing help. A trapped bird needing help? Maybe like a chicken. A chicken? Or, or, or a pigeon. A pigeon, I mean. Yeah, I'll check anyway. Just kneel down and lean over and peep up the... Don't stick your head up that chimney! Uh, Nanny, I nearly pooped myself. You'd have been covered in worse things than poo if you'd stuck your... Actually, no. Poo would be the worst. What's going on? I think you need to sit down. Far away from that chimney. I could have sworn I heard a... An otherworldly, demonic voice speaking terrifying words. Something about chickens? Not so terrifying, then. More confusing than anything. Anyway, it's about time you knew something about Yara Castle. But first, 
Where are your mother and your father? Oh, let me guess. Making, Making tiny, tiny curtains. curtains. Now that they are out of the way, young lady, it looks like you got your wish. Brian Mitchell from school fell down a well into a load of horse manure? What? No. The castle is haunted. <laughs> Nanny, there's no such thing as ghosts. Shh. You really don't want to annoy the owners of Yorick Castle. But we're the owners of Yorick Castle. I'm afraid not, my dear. You're just the latest caretakers. Allowed to live here so the castle doesn't fall to the ground. It's not in that bad of a state. The legend goes, when the last living soul departs the door, Yorick Castle shall be no more. I have to admit, you had me frightened there for a while. I love you loads, Nanny, but I just don't believe you. You don't? Take a little peep up that chimney, then. Up the... Up the chimney. Stick your head up. Fine. Yeah, that's that's cool. No problem. Go on over. I'll go on over and just stick my head up like this and... <laughs> You need to change your pants, Margaret. Yep. All changed and fresh, dear. I'd rather not keep talking about it. About what? When you didn't believe in ghosts and looked up the chimney and got such a fright you had to put on new pants. Well, would you look at how steep those stairs to the cellar are. No. This huge room you see before you is the Yorick Castle dungeon. Where they stored Christmas decorations. Oh, look, and there's the spike for people to hang their coats on. This big device here with the huge stone wheel, is that what they used to put wet clothes through to dry them in the olden days? No, no. You'd stick your enemy's head in that and turn the wheel until brains squirted out their nose. (laughs) This is not a cute little basement where we keep the recycling and empty bottles. It's a place of horror and death. I just knocked over... A box of empty bottles. Okay, some bottles. Your ancestors, the previous inhabitants of this castle, were a terrible crew. They got up to all sorts of horrible deeds, especially red-haired Willie McTavish. In the painting with the octopus? The bagpipes. He would visit from Scotland with his collection of ears. He couldn't hear properly, so his reasoning was that if he couldn't hear, then no one could. So... Anyone he came across with a fine set of ears, he'd chop them right off the sides of their heads. How do you know that's true, though? I'm a big history buff and I've never heard of him. Why don't you just ask him yourself? He's over there. (gasps) It's the red-headed ghost! Oh, and it is bagpipes. Willie! Tell our young friend here about the whole ear situation. What's that you're seeing? Speak up, you whispery crone. I said tell her about the ear collection that you store in your bagpipes. Oh, I can't hear a word coming out of your tiny mouth. Oh, are those ears on the side of your head? No, no, it's, um, gosh, you put me on the spot. They're, um, extra noses. I never mind a triple-nosed freak. Time for a tune. Are those a lot of ears that just shut out? I mean, out 
of the bagpipes? Think that's bad? Check out Mucky Mick over by the brain crusher. He killed his enemies by slinging cow dung hardened into cannonballs. Hey, dick for all! Duck! I... I can suddenly see. This place is filled with ghosts. They're all over. And they're pretty disgusting so far. Oh, she looks a bit classier. Nanny, who's the elegant lady in the white there with the... Oh, she's holding a bucket. That can't be good. You mean pukey Jean? Would you like to taste my souffles? Souffles are classy. They're made with delicate egg whites, raspberries, and a light smattering of vomit. Never mind. Nanny, how did I never notice them before? They want to send you a message. When a ghost has something to say, they become visible to the person they want to speak to. But what's their message for me? No ghost talk! I didn't quite catch that. You'd know she was my ancestor anywho. Listen up, you curse lot. I heard the legend. You need living souls here or else the castle will fall. So you can't hurt me. Maybe not you. But there's always your parents. And in a very fitting end... It'll be curtains for them! Who could that possibly be? I, um... I think I made a huge mistake. Oh, no. Little lady, you got a face like there's a ghost in your gusset. It's me, the famous and talented Alistair Crouch. Oh, hey, you don't actually have a ghost in your gusset, do you? I don't know what that is. It's your undergarments. It's your undergarments, you varmint. Hey, I hope you don't mind. I brought the whole camera crew with me. Move on over, Grandma. Oh, this is not good. Excuse me. Coming through. (laughs) That's it, fellas. Set up the cameras right at the sweeping staircase so you can film me coming down. Mr. Crouch. Mr. Crouch, there's been a misunderstanding. Really? That's just terrible. Well, slap my knee. Look at the expression on Grandma. She looks like she fell face first down in a cabbage patch and the cows ran over her. Oh, ho, ho, ho! Well, I never... This place is the most spectacular location I ever did see. Why, I'd say we'll have will-o'-the-wisps out the wazoo. You did the right thing calling us out here, little lady. I can tell by your shocked face that you're downright terrified. Okay, team. I'll need cameras and lights in every room. I want a smoke machine in the pantry, a ghost detector in the library, an ectoplasm cannon in the conservatory, and just spray a load of cobwebs over everything that doesn't move. Grandma included. There's so many people. In Ghost Hunters, it looks like it's just you walking around on your own. Oh, sure. In front of the cameras. Our production team behind the cameras is bigger than a hungry hog let loose at a pie-eating contest. Um, Mr. Crouch? Where's the hairdresser? I need to tame this mop on my head. Mr. Crouch! it! what's the matter? This castle isn't haunted. Girl... Did you say what I plum thought you said? Because if you plum said the thing I thought you said you had that I heard, why, I'd... I'd be madder than a panful of rattlesnakes over a blazing fire. 
and then it wouldn't matter if there were no ghosts before, because there'd certainly be one here when we hightailed it out of here. I think perhaps you got the wrong directions. Oh no, we got the right directions, leading us all the way to the number one show on TV. Because if we were told an untruth, we got a lot of lawyers who love liars, and they would sue. They'd take every brass nickel, every stick of furniture. They'd take down this castle brick by brick. Now, if you'll pardon me, I gotta slap some makeup on and get ready for my close-up. Giddy up, guys. We got a show to make. Nanny, what will I do? If I kick them out, they'll take the castle. And if you don't, the ghosts will take your parents. Where are your parents, by the way? Ah, yes. Making tiny curtains. I stood frozen in the great hall, watching the television crew set up for the show. There were cameras and lights and wires and plugs everywhere. The huge crew of people marched in and out the door, destroying the carpets I spent Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of Monday hoovering. Alistair Crouch did not seem like the wise man he appeared to be on Ghost Hunters. In fact, he was a little scarier than the ghost I'd seen in the dungeon earlier. As soon as I had that thought, I took it back. Because everywhere around me, I could see the ghosts appearing. There was a headless child at the top of the stairs, bouncing her noggin like a basketball. And the basketball did not look happy. Peeping out from one of the rooms were twin nuns, covered in cobwebs, who really, really looked like they could do some damage. A pirate captain tapped his wooden foot on the floor, while his mangy parrot copped off black feathers. So many ghosts. But worst of all was red-headed Willie McTavish, who, as I looked, pointed one of his bagpipes at the door of the little room where mother and father made their dollhouse curtains, and then slid his finger across his neck. I knew what that meant, but I had no clue how to fix it. Howdy. Are you a pal of the supernatural? Do you break out in laughter? from a mention of the hereafter. Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome, viewers, to Ghost Hunters. One tarnation happened to my sound machine. Sorry, Alistair. Looks like someone tripped over a plug and pulled it out. Never mind. Never mind. You can add in the sound later. Where was I? On tonight's trip into terror... We've traveled all the way to the Emerald Isle to visit Yorick Castle. We received a phone call from a terrified young lady who told us that this was the most haunted place in all of era. <laughs> well, tickle me silly and flip me in the garbage. What the heck was that? A light just blew and... And I think I saw a hideous ghoul flee into that closet. Perfect. You there, on the camera, close up on my face, quick. Ready? Ready? Folks, we got proof that this place is possessed. One of our expert ghost hunters team spotted something. Can you describe the horror that you've just witnessed? Alistair, I saw a shrunken, hideous thing with a weird, squashed little face. Must be about like 200 years old. Shuffle on bandy legs right behind that very door. Oh, this is very good. Brace yourselves, viewers, for the most disgusting creature you've ever seen. 
Open the door. Don't mind me. I'm just looking for candles. Ah! Hey, hey, wait a minute. It's Grandma. What are you doing in there? Oh, this and that. I'm on to you. You just want to tamper with my equipment. Excuse me. I wouldn't go near your equipment, you dirty beast. Get this old biddy out of here. Open the front door and kick her in the petunias. You go near my petunias and I'll box you in the pansies. Um, Alistair, the door's stuck. Just pull it. Here, get out of my way. It... It won't open. Fellas... Give me a hand here. Oh, you've done it now. Margaret, where have you been? I was just checking on mother and father. I had to make sure they were all right. And what are they doing? Oh, never mind. Guys, give me a hand here. We have to give these troublemakers the boot, or we'll never get through this show. What's going on? Who's smashing up all of our stuff? It's the spirits. We have to stop them before they hurt someone. Spirits? Don't be ridiculous. There's no such thing as ghosts. But you're the ghost hunter. You've seen loads of ghosts. I haven't seen one of them. It's for the cameras. We got a crew member to throw a feckin' cheese over their heads and run down the corridor. You're not American either. Of course I'm not. How do you think we got here so fast? Sure, we're only from down the road. It's all for the... All for the cameras. Duck! Run for your lives! Quick, up the stairs! No, 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 stop, please, don't go up there. He's running straight for your mother and father's work room. can't go in there. Then stay out here and have me head knocked off. No, thanks. Get in after him. Oh, I wish you hadn't come in here. Put something up against the door. This stack of exactly the same books. Migration patterns of the lesser to never spotted puka bird. Margaret, what's going on? Please, Mr. Crouch, be careful with them. They're very precious. And what are all these tiny pairs of curtains? Where are your mother and father, my dear? Did you disappear earlier because you were helping them escape? No. Nanny, they were never here. I don't understand. I only pretended they were always in the workshop. They... They died when they were out at sea researching Father's next book. Their boat sank and they were never found. I didn't think I had any other family and I didn't know what I was going to do. And then, two days later, a letter came through the post box saying we had inherited Yorick Castle. I came here on my own. Why didn't you tell anybody? I was afraid someone would take me away and put me in a house with strangers. And then... The day after I got here, you arrived back from your trip, and you were so lovely and kind to me. I wanted to live here with you. Oh, my poor little thing. Well, this is such a terribly sad moment. Cry, cry, hug, hug. Done! There are armies of spirits banging down the door, or hadn't you noticed? You're right. Quick, everyone, into the secret passage. That little door there. I'll go first, out of the way. Gosh, this passage is so dark and and steep. Oh, oh, it's a slide. Where does it go? Right out into the garden. I can see him through the window now. All the crew are outside too and running. I don't think they'll be back. 
Fake hauntings are more their speciality. We should go next. You first, Nanny. There's no need. Didn't you notice the ghost had stopped banging? Oh, it's gone quiet. I don't understand. You are the last living soul in Yorick Castle. But you're here with me. Dear Margaret, I'm a ghost too. Didn't you ever wonder how I was nanny to five generations of children? I I did, actually. Don't be frightened, no. Open the door, folks! As you should know by now, all the ancestors return here after they die. So, we're all family. Welcome home, Margaret. You mean, I can stay? You're safe now. We'll take care of you. Oh, Nanny, I don't think I've ever been happier. You're about to get happier. There are some people here to see you. Move over, you lot. (laughs) Mother! Father! Hello, Hello, love. love. Oh, I've missed you. And now we all live happily in the castle. Well, one of us is living at least. Mother and father and nanny and I. And all the other ancestors. Even better, turns out that the pirate captain with the wooden foot had hidden treasure in the garden, so we could pay to have the place fixed up. No tour is necessary. And that's the end of my story. What a spooky tale. Hey, Vladdy, why are you holding a teddy bear and sucking your thumb? Uh, no major reason. You couldn't give me a hug, could you? Oh, Judging from this dope beside me, I think it's safe to say, Margaret, you managed to scare us if you can. Stay on the line, tiny one. Our assistant, Igor, will get your address to send that 10,000 euro you wanted. Actually, could I give it to charity? No, no you can't. Now be gone. Goodbye. Listen up, Vlad. When we turn up to that castle with the fake giant trek to eat that kid, you go inside. I'm not dealing with all those ghosts. <laughs> you wish, chicken. So, there we have it, listeners. Come back next time for more Spooky FM. But for now, this is Uncle Vlad. And this is your dear Zombetti saying... Boo! Boo. The Ghost Hunt, starred Danica O'Dea, Margaret McAuliffe, and Amy Mackin. It was written and directed by Peter Dunn and produced by Liam Geraghty. It was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee.